0: Welcome to the Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, JJ White.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Great People Show. I am your host, JJ White, and we have a special guest co host in the Great People Studio a man, a friend, a great person. Brandon Robinson. Brandon, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks. You said all those good things. I was turning around looking. Is someone else coming in here? Well, I had
1: about four or five others and then I was like, oh, we don't
2: have time for all yeah, that. Agreed, so, agreed. Um, how are you this morning? I'm fantastic and I've only had one cup of coffee. I haven't had any and I need like five right now. Well, I'm a decaf drinker, so it's really, I don't even know why I do it. I'm wondering what that de, decaf. decaf. Is that what you called it? Yes. De- Decaffeinated. Decaf? Like,
1: like decaf, meaning there's no calf milk in it. It's just a Black coffee.
2: Well, that too. But there's I, no I caffeine. I don't,
1: I don't, it's like a, what is that French? I don't understand that language. What does decaf mean? It's just, it's, it's French. It's such a silly it's word. It's such a silly, silly word. I'm full of it those. It makes no sense. Well, thanks for being here in the studio. Thanks for everyone for being here in the studio. Every show we deliver to you, the listener, the insights and inspiration for life of significance. That's our key word here. And serving others because true greatness is serving others. Whether you're listening to us on live radio, maybe Facebook Live, perhaps you're catching us on the podcast, wherever you listen to that, uh, just thanks for letting us be a part of your your journey. Um, so, Brandon, who are you? Like, who who are you? How, how did you get here this morning? What are you doing here?
2: Well, in who a car. Okay. I got here in a car. All right. Um, but I've been called this morning so far, uh, barbecue snob, proudly. Okay. Um, dad, right. um, North Carolinian, Virginian, and uh, yeah, I think... That's probably the one that I like the best. Oh. oh, an association geek. I think I was called that this morning too. An okay, association, okay.
1: Geek. And that's where that's that's how you and I
2: met. Correct. Uh, being
1: being a part of the Virginia Society of Association Executives, which that's I've right. I just loved saying because most people are like they kind of give you that little look, and you are like it's an association for associations. That's right. And eventually, one of these days, they're going to have an association for associations for associations.
2: Oh, they we do. There is one of those. Oh, yeah. So we got to go to the, the fourth level me, next. Then. <laughs> yeah, we got go to go the fourth level it's like next. Fourth
1: dimensional, man. Yeah,
2: just good luck trying to explain to your parents or your. My wife understands what I do. None yeah. of my family, I think, understands. Do they care? I, yes, I don't know. Let's go with yes.
1: I mean, most people, if they don't understand something, it's because they don't care enough to keep traveling down the rabbit hole.
2: As long as I'm happy, they're happy. How's that?
1: I mean, I'm being. That's how I am. Like if I don't understand something, it's because I didn't care enough to keep going. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, no, no. Google. You can Google it.
1: Or I'm just intellectually deficient and just can't handle the thought of whatever we're talking about, and I just bail.
2: Yeah, I don't even know what that means. That happens. Intellectually de- de- decaffeinated?
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there you go. See, you catch on pretty quick around here, and I'm impressed with you. Um, so uh, you're you're part of this whole association field. You work a lot, I'm sure, uh, because I've seen you work really hard and work a lot. And when we are talking about having you come in the studio and be a guest co-host with us... Which is what I do with all my guest co-hosts. I just simply say, "What do you want to talk about?" Mm-hmm. I always have something to talk about. I have endless things that I could come in here and talk about. But I want to know what you wanted to talk about, and you started to talk about the word self-care, right? Um, which clearly does not include caffeinated coffee. No,
2: not so. For we've me. knocked
1: we've knocked that one off. Why not? Why not caffeinate? I mean, what's what's the deal with that?
2: Well, I I mean, candidly, it was a self-care decision I made. Last summer, maybe. Okay. Um, I was a two cup in the day, uh, two or three cups in the morning, and then. Oh, so you uh, used to be on the juice. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. Big time. And uh, I don't even, I don't know if I read it somewhere or just, you know, popped in there, but I was like, I'm going to go caffeine free. So you know what it's like being on the dark side. You just chose not to be there anymore. Yes. Yes. I moved over to the light. Yoda brought me over. Yoda doesn't like caffeine. All right. I'm convinced of this. You like
1: the taste. You like the smell.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, was, I put nothing in it. Was, I drink it black.
1: Yeah, I IV I it. So what what is the, um so what, why?
2: I mean, why, why not? I wasn't sleeping well, um, okay. and I was carrying a lot of stress. Uh, I carry stress in my jaw. And uh, so mm. read, I, I must have read it because I'm not smart enough to come up with that on my own. Um, So I cut it out, which let me tell you what, for anyone. By, by who's, the way,
1: what you just said, that's the intellectually deficient part, in case you were wondering. I didn't even know. See?
2: Keep, so it just continue. Yeah, it just keeps rolling. Um, <laughs> but for anyone thinking about doing it, that's two or three weeks of misery, of headaches, grumpiness. Um, just ugh. but then once you get that's through awesome. it, it's 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 I clarity. I started sleeping at night. I don't have the stress in my jaw anymore. I feel like I'm more even keel throughout the day, and I don't lose the taste because I tell you, you can't taste the difference. <laughs> you can't. If it's black coffee, it's black coffee. It's yeah. uh, fine.
1: I, I'm 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 still curious why one would do decaf, but thanks for explaining all that to me. But you're saying stress, I thought you said stress in your job. You're saying stress in your jaw.
2: Well, carrying like stress it, from job into the jaw. Literally yeah, driving yeah. home every day. And it wasn't just 64 and 95. It was just the whole day. It was just clenched right there in the jaw. Is it because you were gritting your teeth over your day? You're like, oh, I, sure. I guess. <laughs> but without the caffeine, don't have that issue. You just You're, so you're just in a zen, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, let's go with kind that. Kind of
1: floating, get your legs crossed while you're driving.
2: I don't think you can do um, that. I don't. I don't think you can. I mean, the cruise is good, but it ain't that good. Okay, I hear you.
1: So, <laughs> not yet. So, when I started to dig into this topic this week, one thing, and we went to social media. We know we love our our, our social media research questions. Did you actually? Did you see the post? Did, I, did I you saw some of them. Yeah, yeah I, I was it thumbing was, through them. It was it was interesting, and this happens a lot when we decide to tackle an issue it tends to open up a different point of view about something. There's so many things that we take for granted in life on how we look at ourselves or, you know, you could have read a book about this subject or any of the subjects we talk about on the show for 200 pages and not get a different point of view on something. It tends to confirm a lot of what you already know. Maybe this, but these topics tend to just take a mind to themselves. And what I heard on the social media posts... And certainly what I read a lot about was this is an a, lack of self-care is actually us putting ourselves last. And I'm curious from your perspective, Reina, why do
2: we tend to put ourselves last so much? I think it's a cultural thing, right? Um, I think we've, we've gotten to the point like it's a, it's a, it's a badge of honor. Uh, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a mark of success to talk about how busy we are and how stressed we are and how we're working so hard. And so I I think this kind of uh, need to be, to be one of those people. Oh man, I'm just working so hard. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm sitting here at my 4th of July picnic last night and I'm answering work emails. Like we pride ourselves in doing that. And I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. Right. Isn't that, isn't that a little bonkers? And that, you know, and that's, Kind of where it led to this topic of of self care. It's been something that's kind of been on my uh, you know radar screen. Something that's and been important to me in the last few years and stressing it where I can. Yeah. Um, because I think we've just gotten so far beyond um, into your point of you know it's it's like this cool thing to put ourselves last, um, yeah. which does no good because it's the whole oxygen mask. Yep. Analogy, right? Well,
1: give it to us. Well, We've used it on the show, but you give it to us. Yeah.
2: Well, it's you know, you sit on a plane, you go through the, you know, the rigmarole, which is if you're on Southwest, apparently that's exciting. I don't mm-hmm. fly I don't fly there, but uh, whatever. Uh, and they tell you put on your oxygen mask first before you help someone else. Because if the oxygen goes away, if you keel over because there's no oxygen, well, you can't help your kids sitting next to you, right. right? If you keel over because you're answering emails at the Fourth of July picnic. Well, how well are you going to function at your kid's birthday party the next? Exactly, day? exactly.
1: Um, so today on the show, we're talking about self care. Answering the question, why do you put yourself last? Are there situations that you should put yourself last? And we know that there are situations you shouldn't. What to do about that? We're going to start to tackle this more when we get back. Don't go away. You're listening to the Great People Show. <laughs>
0: The Great People Show will be right back. Call into the show at 804-454-1366. For the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was the Dale Carnegie Course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experience Dale Carnegie Courses. People like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie Experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit Richmond.com. That's Richmond.com. Now back to the Great People Show live. Call into the studio at 804-454-1366. That's 804-454-1366. So what are all these areas that we need
1: to take care of ourselves? We could have a show on each one of them. Easily. Uh, and the, these, are, these are the four that I put down. Physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. These are self-care. These aren't other people care. That's one of the challenges we have is we tend to not care about ourselves and throw ourselves into work in our families and and whatnot. Um, Which one of these areas, Brandon, do you think you have really flubbed the most on,
2: but maybe have started to get yourself back into shape? Ooh, that's a tough one uh, probably, probably the emotional one, right? Because, um, that's just a tough one to think about, um, to think about and to, to do, right? I mean, what does emotional self-care mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm. you know, and, and, and I probably did more about it, uh, you know, back in the days, uh, you know, when you had more time, you know, when you have two small kids, it's tough to make time. Um, and so, you know, I think that one probably, cause I don't, I don't, not sure i fully understand how to do it, right? I think for me, because
1: the emotional and the mental are a little, uh, they overlap a little bit. Like if I'm going to go out on a hike, that might, by myself, that might be an emotional, excuse me, that might be a physical and a mental act of replenishment, but maybe not emotional, but it could be if I have been a little too emotional recently, and I just need to go and release some of that. Right. I'm also thinking about emotional self-care is really deciding who I'm going to spend my time
2: with that is emotionally taxing on me. Or emotionally regenerizing. Regenerizing? That's a new word I just made up. Regenerating. We can put right? that one with the word decaffeinated, which doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> it's a real word, I promise. Uh-huh. But no, I mean, thinking about, hey, emotionally, who we spend time with that maybe is a drain emotionally, but then people who recharge us up emotionally, you know, like, uh, you know, I've got two small kids, right? Physically, holy moly. Um, But emotionally, sometimes seeing them explore the world and learn new things um, Mm -hmm. is amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I spent five minutes the other night at the dinner table uh, using the salt and pepper shakers to reenact Pickett's Charge um, from the Gettysburg, and both kids are just enthralled. Um, Now, my... Interesting. My, my son's muskets sounded more like Star Wars phasers, but it was it was emotionally recharging. <laughs> uh, pew, pew, pew. Uh, to just do that and, and to see that, that gave me emotional energy. Yeah. Um, but it was physically exhausting with the salt and pepper shakers. That's an interesting point about spending our
1: time doing things and with people that it may be taking care of ourselves in one area, but perhaps depleting us in another. Mm. Like the wheel, right? I don't know if you've ever done that exercise where you have like, I've seen it with like eight spokes on it. And each spoke gets an area in the center zero. And on the outer end of that wheel is 10. And you're supposed to rate yourself like zero to 10 on where you Uh, are. So you've got like spiritual and physical and family and health and financial. you got these eight areas. And you plot that on where you think you are right now. And then you ask yourself at the end, how well does your wheel roll? And the running joke is because you think... Well, if you're all at a 10, it's going to actually roll pretty well. Right. If some's like at an eight and some's at a four, it's going to be a bumpy ride. And I made the point, you know, if I'm at a, if I'm at like one on everything, that's still a pretty smooth ride.
2: That's true. That's so true. don't
1: actually think of it as being in balance, as being taken care of yourself. Because I think there are certain areas, like if you look at this list, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, there's going to be certain areas That we need to spend more time on than others because there's more dramatic fluctuations in that. Like, I don't consider myself to be uh, emotionally out of shape that I need to do more self-care emotionally. I I feel like I've, in my adulthood, been able to get that under control. Mm -hmm. It obviously was not always like that through, I would say, my mid-20s. I had issues there, but then I was able to manage that better habitually to the point where now, if something gets me emotional in any direction, like in a, I'm not talking about moving high in emotion and being happy and satisfied. I that's what yeah. I strive for. It's kind of like pulling you down and
2: balance, right? And
1: balance. It's like yeah. I just don't, I just tend to not get there anymore. So I don't, I personally don't feel like. I need to go and reach out to things to take care of myself emotionally. Some people need to go get a counselor. Like some people yeah. need to do some really deep, serious self-care things in these areas. Uh, and, and then the fallacy is, am I kidding myself? Do I do I believe I'm okay in these areas when I'm really not? And I think that's the, the mm. one of the bigger challenges in this whole topic is, so we know, right? We know these areas that we are putting ourselves last in, and really falling down, and and saying to ourselves, "We saw it on. We saw it on the social media post. People are like, I know I do this. I know mm-hmm. I do this. I know I do this. Very self aware. Very self aware. Uh, that's step one, right? Is getting out there and doing something about that. Well, what about the things that we have literally grown accustomed to, real, un, unrealizing that we're out of whack? Yeah, like. St- Spiritual is a good one. Okay, now, gosh, we could really get down a rabbit hole with all with with the belief matrix, but I don't I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm more worried about the ones that we don't know. We need more self care, in than the ones that we know and we're just not doing it.
2: Right, and the, you said something a minute ago that I, I want to key off on. Um, you you said you know in your history uh, you were habitually bad about yeah. something, and now you're habitually good. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's key, right? It becomes a habit. Uh, our blind sides can become a habit that, you know, and take the physical just because I think that's easy to talk about. Um, Yeah. Habitually, it's easy to get out of the habit of taking care of, taking care of yourself physically. And I'm not just saying exercise, even though that's a good thing, but just thinking about your physical self and how you take care of it. Yeah. And quickly behaviors become habits and habits become entrenched. And then that wheel, that wheel doesn't, doesn't balance and it, you know, clunk, clunk, clunk.
1: It, it gets stuck. And there's another element here of not caring, but perhaps you should care. I know a lot of people that really just don't care about their physical appearance. Right. They're going to keep eating what they want because they like to eat. Right. They're not going to
2: exercise because they hate to exercise. So well, there is no self-care there, but they don't care. But the self-care, talk about the balance too, is, you know, you could say, look, I could I could diet all the time and be at X. Or you know what? I could watch what I eat be okay, enjoy good food, and, mm-hmm. and be it why, and just being mentally balanced about that, right? I mean, how many times do we beat ourselves up? Oh, man, I wish I could, you know, lose 20 pounds. Yeah. And then July 4th comes and we eat seven hot dogs. All right. You know, and then we beat ourselves up about You ate seven hot dogs? No, I wish. I just had one. I had three. Nice. Yeah. But I had a hamburger too and yeah. some chips. You know, yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Um, but this idea of we beat ourselves up about, about taking care... And so we get into this bad mental and emotional state over our physical well-being, mm. as opposed to just accepting, Hey, you know what I love? There's so much good food in this town. I love to go out to restaurants. I don't watch my sodium intake and watch some of these other things and be generally healthy, but I'm not going to be like super slim fit. And that's okay. Yep. Be mentally and emotionally okay with that. Right. And just embrace that and take care of yourself. That's part of the balance of self-care. I
1: think. How do you, how do you practice self-care though? If you don't care. So if someone doesn't well, care deep. physically, um, uh, literally about how they look, right? They're like, I mm-hmm. don't care. You know, I don't care if I'm overweight. Um, they don't really care about a, a spiritual life. Just it's insignificant to them, whatever. Um, and they're perfectly fine with uh, the emotions that they carry. Like, it's like they're, they just feel like they're not bothered by anything. So where's the wake-up call? Or is there a wake-up call? Does there need to be a wake-up call? Mm-hmm. Do I just need to be a libertarian here and say they should be able to do whatever they want? Who cares? Right, it's their life. Let them Anything live it goes. how they want to. Um, I I don't know that they're listening to the show right now, but it, can can those two things coexist? Can you can you practice self care and not and care. not really care because you've gotten to a point for a reason, right? right? If you're if you're out of balance, out of whack out of shape, out of your mind. It all every who you are today is just a complete culmination of all the decisions that you've made and you made them in a very selfish way. That's what we do. We tend to look and feel about self. Maybe you're thinking about your family, maybe you're thinking about your coworkers, but if you think of all the things that we decide on during the day, weeks, months, it's typically about us. Yeah. So, at what point do we have to really ask ourselves, do I need to do more self-care? All these folks that posted on social media, I didn't, um, I didn't jot down their answers. I usually jot down their answers and read off a few. I didn't do it this week. Um, and and I, I wasn't sure why at first. And maybe it's because, just because they answered the question that, yeah, these are all the reasons why I put myself last. I never uh, well i mean there was a couple in there that maybe were 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 speaking up but if it's been like this for a long long time do you want it any other way do you really want mm. it any other way if if you say i put myself last because actually my wife was it's like the first time since we started the show in like 60 episodes that she actually commented on one of my and, and her comment was uh mommy always comes last yeah I didn't, even, I didn't even like that. I didn't even ha-ha it. I didn't even, like, comment. I was like,
2: oh, I better, maybe I should just leave, leave that right Did you, there. Is this the first time you've actually acknowledged that that comment existed? Yeah. Uh, nice. it, we need, like, I didn't even mention it at home
1: that she commented on that. But I know my wife well enough that um, I've never heard her complain about that. I mean, jo- jokingly, she would say, like, here's the big joke in our house about her being last. She eats a cold meal often after she cooks it. Isn't that in Christmas stories? She's over. I don't know. She's over here cooking this meal, right? Serving everyone. Mm-hmm. As soon as like her butt starts to hit the seat, it's like, "Mommy, I want some." Yeah. And then it's like, Phew. it's like, it's like a uh, in 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 the airline world. It's like when the plane lands and then goes right back up in the air. She's like constantly doing that. She's, "Mommy's always last." Touch and go. Mommy doesn't get to eat. Mommy's always last. I don't know if she'd have it any other way. What's the alternative? Kids growing up and leaving the house and being like, "Well, now what do I do?" There's so much there's so much fulfillment, and joy, I think, in some people's lives, being last. And we asked that question at the top of the show, Is it okay to be last? Doesn't the Bible say that?
2: Uh, the first shall be last. I think that's in there. Yeah,
1: and the last shall be first, and the last shall be first. So maybe this is just more of an end game. So we're talking about, <laughs> we're talking about self-care, We've been spending a lot of time here in theory. Let's get into some practice when we get back. Yeah. You want to do that? So Absolutely. Don't go away.
0: The Great People Show will be right back. Call into the show at 804-454-1366. <laughs> Now back to The Great People Show live. Call into the studio at 804-454-1366. That's 804-454-1366.
1: I got a little too excited at our break talking about fireworks last night. I'm right there with you, man. And the good stuff that we get from other states that actually um, can do damage to other people's vehicles. So that was actually shooting off fireworks that launch is an act of self-care in my
2: opinion. Yeah. It really
1: relieves some Does stress. Does
2: it emotionally rejuvenate you? I don't know. You? It got me pretty jacked up. I mean, it's kind of cool. We going. celebrate uh, you know, our country's birth by blowing things up in well, bright colors. And we've done this every year and keep
1: escalating it. Last night, a friend John said, Next year we need to look into blowing up a car in your in your driveway. It's America. Yeah. That's what Americans do. Maybe not on American soil. Can it be Cal Bush's car? Ooh, now you want to talk about racing. We can blow up a bunch of packs of M&Ms. Would that count? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Caramel. Um, so why, so uh, a few things I want to explore uh, in the second half of the show is why we put ourselves last. This came from one of our, our favorite little sites called tinybuddha.com. Um, and you brought this up earlier, Brandon, that the reason we don't do it is because it's considered to be selfish. Like if we take mm-hmm. care of ourselves. And when you and I were talking about this topic— how there's, there is a line happening in society, I believe, where we are so into self-care, it's actually becoming selfish. Like it's yes. all about us. And where where that line exists, I think, is getting very, very, very blurry. Um, whether it be, I, I've been listening to a lot of thought leaders and they're saying that um, the whole meditation thing is going to take off more than yoga ever did. You'll see these meditation uh, studios popping up everywhere and I don't think you get more self um carish than praying and meditating because you know you are
2: you were it's just it's just you and if, yeah. in in God if but if if should but, that be about you though like prayer and meditation should that be about you I think soci- or about the relationship I think society is telling us it's about you fair fair yeah I mean the 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 marketing
1: of it is, it's all
2: about you. Yeah, yeah. Because I, th- I mean, when I think of prayer time, and I mean, I think of the relationship piece of that. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't necessarily meditate. Sometimes I just sit in the quiet and you know, yeah, just try and out the so, mind. So it's this. I think it's just this
1: propagation of you should be doing way more things for yourself, and we're seeing it in business, and uh, I think it's also I, I'm. Some of the younger, I'd say I'm younger, I'm 44 now, so there's a whole, there's, there's a lot more people younger than me than there were just a few years ago. And I guess when I get to be 80, it's going to be all the kids. But, um, you know, a lot of the younger folks that are dating, I, I get that kind of feedback that more people are involved in taking care of themselves, and it's harder to have a real relationship, a relationship. because of the propagation of self-care. I don't know, just something to think about. Um, other reasons why we put ourselves last uh, we are accustomed to relationships based on neediness and not real love. Mm, so yeah. if you're surrounded by people that have um, demands on you and you have demands on them, that relationship may be based—so like so you're constantly in, in acts of service rather than just being able to live with them emotionally and enjoy their time. It's right. always doing—and I, and I think it's natural when you have small kids. You just get in these rhythms— you know this. You're just getting these rhythms of just constantly doing things. Well, you have to. Because you small have kids. To. You got to keep them regimented. Yeah. Else, chaos breaks loose. Well, yeah. They just jump on electronics for eight hours in a row. Right. Not that that's ever happened in our household. But no. no. I'm, I'm just saying it could yeah, happen. Not here. Um. Here's a here's a here's a really important one on self care is that we don't realize that we are teaching people how to treat us. In my example, in this. Is email because you were mentioning responding to work emails
0: mm-hmm.
1: at a Fourth of July party. You're now teaching someone that wow, I could even get Brandon's attention on on the evening mm-hmm. of a holiday rather than looking up at fireworks. Where's the response to my email? This yeah. has happened. This used to happen to me. I changed my my. I used to respond all the time. I would get an email after five, and then I would get another email before six a.m. So it's after 5 p.m. And then before 6 a.m. the next morning, go, why haven't you responded to my email? Because you, you'd set that expectation. I taught them to yeah. expect that. Yeah. And that, that was the moment I said, no more. But it's easy. It's my right? fault. I mean, it's easy. Just, and you, path and you fire of least, it off. Path of, path. That path of immediate least resistance. Yeah. So we, don't, we, aren't, we aren't really teaching people how to treat us. We also expect others to take care of us. So why be as involved in self-care if I should expect other people to treat me well? Because we have expectations on our spouses. We have expectations on our bosses. We expect people to treat us well enough so that maybe we don't have to treat ourselves as well.
2: And and I think this one goes back to the, well, what's three on our list here, but this neediness idea, um, the relationships. Mm. You know, we expect others to take care of us, um, you know. With apologies to everyone who, who loves and I don't remember what movie it was, but when some man said, you complete me, I, you know, this the, this that I'm broken and I need you to complete me, oh, you know, yeah. and it's basically saying, I need you to take care of me. No, you take care of you, and then you can be the best you for me, right? Yep. Um, it's the sacrifice, not this self-sacrifice. Let me cut out a chunk of me and then have you fill mm-hmm. that that chunk, right? Um, that's not good self-care and that's not a good relationship
1: isn't this accelerated by the uh the the way that we say this in the world is that relationships are 50 50
2: right so yeah. to make a
1: hundred percent I need you to complete me that shouldn't aren't aren't the best relationships 100 100 right 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 right, so right. I'm I am complete in full in whole and you are too and you are too because I take care of myself you take care of yourself, and together we, take care of we naturally other. take care of each other. Right. Rather than I'm 50%, and I need you to do this, 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 and this to be complete. And I see, that in, I see that in my kids. Like the kid, they're sitting on the couch saying, get me this. Uh-uh. No. This is not Hotel White, bruh. Get up. Go to the cabinet. And he will go without because he has to get up. Right. And I'm fine with that. Yep. Y- you will absolutely go without because what triggers in our head is, well, I don't want my son to go without, so I should go get it I for him. I should go get it for him. Yep. But we're teaching them that they don't have to take care of themselves. Right. Which is, And that's a di- that's a little different than what we're talking about today, but it's still the same thing. Well, it's a manifestation right? of the same thing. And and finally on this list, we don't realize our worth. Isn't self-care, whether it be um, taking time out for ourselves spending time out in nature, um, going and, uh, I don't know, read a book, anything that you're doing for self-care, going to the gym, isn't, isn't this an investment in ourselves knowing what we are worth in this world? Because if we just let go of these things, we are subconsciously, maybe very consciously saying, well, I'm not really worth that much, so I don't need to do that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, if you had a car that you paid $1,500 for, Um, you would treat it differently than a car that you paid $150,000 for because of what it's worth. Right. You would put it in a garage. You'd keep it nicer. You'd keep it more tuned. You'd keep it cleaner because you're saying to yourself, that car is worth $150,000. I need to make sure that I take care of it as if it's worth $150,000. I'm going to take care of this $1,500 car the way a $1,500 car should be taken care of. So if you're not working out, exercising, spending time by yourself, doing things for yourself, um, taking care of your spiritual life, taking care of your, if you're not doing these things, you are saying to yourself,
2: well, I'm really just a $1,500 car. Right. That's huge, man. Or if you're even saying, you know, to go back earlier, we were saying, um, well, I just don't care about my physical being and dah, da da. I mean, that's a choice. Mm-hmm. That's a choice there. To, to not care, and, and you may be in a good or what you think is a good emotional state about that, and say "Well, I'm just not making a decision." You're making not making a decision is still a decision. Yeah. And if that decision is not to care about these, you know, four things or your self care, well, then you've made a decision not to 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 take care of yourself. Right. Is Pretty, what you've done. E- e- yeah. Absolutely. And,
1: and and this is a butterfly effect for the rest of your life. If you feel this way as a teenager, can you imagine where you're going to be when you get into your 30s and 40s and 50s and, and start to ask yourself, why aren't I someplace else? Well, it's because you probably have devalued yourself and decided not to do these things. And I'm talking to myself right now. I know we're talking to our audience. I'm talking to myself right now. I have running gear. I don't know if you do this when you run. I set my running gear out the night before. That actually encourages me to yes. want to get up. To do it because that's one less thing I have to think about doing in the morning. I have running gear sitting on my vanity sink, which is like the shoes, the shirt. It's usually in the order in which I have to put it on put it because on. that makes it even, I, I make sure I make sure I put my uh, heart rate strap up near the top because there's nothing more frustrating, especially in the wintertime. Having like eight layers and go, oh my gosh, I forgot to put my heart rate heart strap, rate so strap I got to put it on. This pile has been sitting on my vanity for two weeks. I ran like two weeks ago. Which I should add is the first time I ran in a year. There you go. Well,
2: That's it's a still good thing, sitting right? there. So. But
1: haven't I devalued myself by saying, I'm just not going to go work. I'm just not going to go and exercise. I've stopped investing in myself that way because well, it's not worth
2: it. Well, what I also think is interesting what, what you talked about there is, and then we talked about this a few minutes ago, um, is this is habit, right? You create a habit by changing one small behavior by putting the running clothes right there. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you start creating the habit, the behavior, making the small decisions that lead to the habits. Right. Um, so thinking about our self-care, I mean, I, I do all sorts of stuff in a morning routine just to do exactly that. So I can get up in the morning the miracle and do, morning. Those, uh, do those things. Yeah. Have you read the book, The Miracle Morning? I have not. A, Maybe I should. It's a pretty
1: good book. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about this... We're going to help you create a list of all these commitments for self-care. So don't go away. You're
0: listening to The Great People Show. The Great People Show will be right back. Call into the show at (laughs) 804-454-1366. the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, was the Dale Carnegie course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experience Dale Carnegie courses. People like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams, while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit Richmond.com. That's Richmond.com. Now back to The Great People Show live. Call into the studio at 804-454-1366. That's 804-454-1366. So
1: what are all the things that we can do to take care of ourselves better? I found this. Uh, so I, so when you started this topic, Brandon. I started to create a list of things that I wanted to do to take better care of myself. And then in my research, I found someone else's list. I was like, well, there it is. Well, yeah. I don't need to make my own list. Let's not
2: reinvent the wheel. I
1: mean, this this woman by the name of Joe Ritchie had 27 things to do. I was like, oh, this this is this is my list here. Why? And I wouldn't have even thought about some of these things. And we're not going to go through all 27. We don't have time. No. But there's some really neat things because I think we get caught up in, you mentioned this earlier, I don't have the time to do that. I don't have time mm-hmm. to work out. I don't have time to go to church. I don't have time... To go on a walk. Some people say, I don't even have time to be by myself. Hooey.
2: Huh? It's hooey. They Dude? don't. They hoo. It's, it's hooey. It's hooey that they don't have time. I'm saying it's, it's hooey. They have time. They're not choosing to make the time. Is that word from the 50s? Hooey? Yeah. Maybe. I use a lot of words that are real real goofy like that. I gave up cussing like ten years ago. I was, I was thinking, who, 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 who is Huey? Who is Huey? Huey Lewis in the news? Huey. is that like Pooey Like poo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar. It's like a really mild version of poo. Yes. Yes. Okay. A G-rated version. I have small kids. Okay. But yes. Okay. So choosing time. Yeah. Busy. So
1: so in a lot of things on this list, it has very little to do with time. It's actually replacing existing thoughts, words, actions with something else. So it's not about, self-care isn't just about um having to squeeze something in there to do it for yourself. This is literally replacing something that is potentially negative with something that's more Positive, rather than trying to shoehorn
2: something, in reprioritizing, there. you might say.
1: Yeah, I think if we try to shoehorn too many things, you're just going to create a lot of stress for yourself because your mind. If you go back to this list of things that we do for, um, uh, or, or or why the areas that we put ourselves last, work and kids, we start to believe, well, I've got to give up time working, or I have, which many of us should, or I have to have to give up time with our kids, which many of us shouldn't, to go and take care of myself. That's that's too selfish. Um, so this one, which you could do with your kids, is just getting, getting outside every day is yep. a commitment for more self-care. I know recently it's been 98 degrees. That's not always the most pleasant thing. No, oh, but it's supposed to be nice this weekend. I'm going to the Greenbrier Golf Classic on Saturday. Take a Ike to see nice. a little golf nice.
2: Yeah. It's going to be really nice up
1: there. 79 degrees. Silver Springs, baby. White Sulphur Springs, not Silver Springs. It's yeah. a different state. Um, exercising every day. You do that with your kids too? You could. Ike just got to the age where he got this little badge at the Y and he gets to do some, he gets to get on the machines because he just turned nine.
2: And then the next morning he was like, my shoulders hurt. <laughs> no pain, no gain, kid. burn, baby. Yeah. You can also exercise and that can be spiritual and emotional time too. I mean, I'm yes. a runner. People invite me all the time to join running groups. I'm like, no, that's Mm-mm. my time. I unplug. Half the time I turn off Amen. the music when I'm not listening to The Great People Show and, uh, and running on, in, talk on the highway you don't want to listen to music while you're running on the road no no i live in i live in the city so i can run and there's not big highways and interstates okay yeah, yeah.
1: it's fine um, being being more
2: creative doing something
1: i enjoy every day i don't think most of us really look at our day and say i need to make sure i do one thing today that i really enjoy doing we just live a life right we just we go just through the motions and hope mm-hmm. you really hope something pops up that go, wow, I really like to do this. Think about it. Do you live most days, if you really thought hard about this at the end of the day, that you live most days, and if you asked yourself, what's one thing I did today that I really enjoy doing, and you would probably come up with nothing. Like, really enjoy. Well, you know, I did this. That was kind of fun. But, like, there's just nothing on the list. It's because you didn't live intentionally. You didn't put anything on the list. Yeah. Just think about that. Spending more time with positive people. That's another area that we tend to just float by. Whoever crosses our path, crosses our path. There is people in my life I know are way more positive. I need to spend more time with them. I need to schedule more time with them. I just think it's something that helps me be more um it helps me be a better person. But me being more energized around my own positivity. Um saying no more often. Big That's one. a big thing on self care. Huge. Huge. Yeah. I've started to like to say no now.
2: It's, it's empowering, right? Yeah. Uh, it's empowering because what saying no can do is it allows you to say yes other places, right? Mm-hmm. If you say no to volunteering for one more thing or doing one more thing, it's going to free you up to say yes to um, to other things. And it's again, it's, it's not necessarily adding more. It's figuring out what's on the plate and what's off the plate. It's a mm-hmm. prioritization piece. Mm-hmm. The ability to say no is key to me, being able to be in that behavior and that habit. This uh, this one kind of ties into that is having more fun and taking
1: life less seriously. Many of our listeners don't know how to take life less seriously. That if you take life less seriously, you're not as serious about life, and intention and success in your job, in your family. Is yeah. is that is? That who he t-
2: I think that's Howie? who he. What Hooey? Is that Hui too? Who-y. Yeah, I think you're. Yeah, absolutely. It reminds me of a a, a scene in. Uh, Seen in Uncle Buck, that old movie, where he goes into the principal and she says, this little four-year-old's not serious about her studies. And he gets all mad at her and says, I don't want to know a four-year-old that's serious about their studies, (laughs) right? Um, Have fun. I love it. Have fun. Add some positivity in there. You've never met my daughter. No, I haven't had the pleasure. She's
1: really serious about what she puts. Yeah. When she she gets something in her head, she just gets so serious. Laser focused. Oh, my gosh. It's (laughs) unbelievable. We caught her the other day. Sam has these like little one-and-a-half-pound weights or whatever. And she's she just turned six, right? So she's like, uh. So we were in the basement. Sam and I were working on the basement. And her we could hear the weights hit the floor. Like, these random, like, she just gets fixated bong, on bong. these things. Uh-huh. Yeah. And by the way, Sam just commented on her Facebook Live. I'm so proud of my wife for for inter- interacting and engaging on the show. She said most people live a rinse-and-repeat life.
2: Yeah. It's true. And it only took you five seconds to acknowledge it this time.
1: In a year and a half to get it. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> Uh, so don't take life so seriously, I think is, is one of the bigger things of, of self care, uh, laughing more. Laugh is huge.
0: Oh my gosh. Laughing
1: is huge. Uh, and if you need something to laugh at, go hang out with more stupid friends. Cause they'll make you laugh. Just watch my Facebook like intellectually feed. Intellectually stupid. Yeah, I just mean hilarious. like they just kind of act silly. Yeah. Some of the funny stuff that they put on, like I had one I put on, I don't even remember what it was. I was like, this is so freaking hilarious. Yours is, your stuff is pretty good. I love finding the the funniest clean. It's got to be clean. I don't. I try not to post political yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff and clean. Okay. But just like, did you see the one that I posted last night about the flat Earth and the meteor? Did you no? Because I don't.
2: I don't have Facebook on my phone. So, so. It's,
1: it was four pictures. Okay, if you're in the audience, I want you to visualize this. The All first right. picture was a picture of a flat Earth in outer space. Not a not a globe, but a flat Earth. Flat. Like a plate. It's like a plate. Okay. It. Then it showed. Um, Oh, like with the, with the meteor coming in towards flat Earth. flat Earth. The second picture was a picture from Earth with dinosaurs looking up in the sky at this meteor coming in, okay? The third picture was the meteor hitting the flat Earth and rotating the whole flat Earth kind of like at a 45-degree angle. And the fourth picture were dinosaurs floating in outer space. <laughs> legit. <laughs> legit. Yeah, that's what it said. It said that's a legit theory. It just knocked the plate off and the dinosaurs fell into space.
2: And, and we floated
1: in. Because that's what happens on flat earth. Yeah. I have no idea. We need to get back because we're running. We actually have like four minutes left. Enough of these flat earth dinosaurs. Sorry. Minutes. Okay. Uh being we're more having gra- fun. Being more grateful is part of flat earth. I mean,
0: <laughs> good
1: <laughs> gosh. Woo. Caffeine, baby, um, is a part of self-care. Thank you. you. You talked about this one before the the show started.
2: Pausing, yeah, before, pausing reacting. before reacting. Pausing before reacting. Yeah, that was old, a big one. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, you know, Victor Frankl said it, right? The greatest freedom we have is the pause in between the reaction, uh, the action and the reaction. Mm-hmm. And that's huge. If we just take that pause, then we can, you know, we can live into the emotional strength, uh, the physical strength, all those other things in, 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 that we looked at in self-care. Yeah, yeah. Um, spending, this is
1: so hard for people. Spending time alone and being still every day one of my favorite books was a book called Still Power. Not Willpower, Still Power. Because with willpower, we have to feel like we're engaged all the time. that We have to keep pushing the rock, right? We have to keep do. doing And the author is a coach to professional athletes. And, of course, in sports, willpower is a huge thing. His point, and I totally agree with this, that we are more powerful by being still then we are trying to push ourselves through certain situations. Because when we're still is when, we're, when we accumulate the strength so that when it, when it comes time to maybe exercise that, that we get to exercise. Because our life is designed right now with people around us that are ready to rob every second. They don't mean to. Our no. kids, our, our spouses, our, our coworkers, our customers, everyone around us, they are designed to rob every second from you because they need you. And if we aren't taking care of ourselves and pulling ourselves away from that enough, we're giving them ten percent of what we could. Right. Right. I mean, how many times have you ever been in a situation in in your life where you just didn't take vacations?
2: Uh, yeah, and you had it, but you didn't take it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's rare, but yeah, been yeah. there. I I know what happens. That a lot. You get I, in I, the year.
1: I've known some people have five weeks a year, and they don't do anything. They just let it accumulate, or they'll even lose it because they're so infatuated. Mm, can't take work. it with you. Exactly. Um, limiting time on Facebook, folks. Except the live feed of the Great People Show Thursdays. That's something fun. you should never, ever throttle in your life. But seriously, social media distraction huge is huge. crushing us
2: right now. Yeah, I got rid of Facebook on my phone. I did it for Lent this year, um, and never brought it back. I check it every once in a while. Here, look, see, here's mine. Yeah, Woo-hoo. is that tempting you? No, no, okay, no. I, I've gotten over the habit now. I got rid of the app once. Yeah, for how long? Uh, so six months. Nice. I haven't hit six months. You yet. know why? Because
1: all the work to get to the mobile browser was irritating me. So oh, I put, put the app the...
2: back on. Oh, it's a pain.
1: Um, another huge one on self care: getting a good sleep
2: every night. That's hard. Why? Because it just is. I mean, the caffeine piece was a huge yep. for me. Um, you know, and then what do we do? What do we? We're we're looking on these little devices here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, right before we go to bed oh I hit too many buttons I think I locked myself out There you go um, Hit too many buttons And then, you know And the blue light and all that stuff But it's, it's not easy Getting a good night's sleep But it's imperative And I, and I think in the final one There's
1: 27 on the list But the last one we're going to talk about here Is uh, listening to my inner voice Intuition and doing what feels right for me um, If you're If you are telling yourself You need to do more for yourself Do it Quit waiting for other people to give you the time to go do something for yourself because they're never gonna do it. And Brian, I want to thank you for being here and giving your time to the show. Absolutely. We'll have you we'll have you back sometime. Yeah. You've it been was a huge a huge blessing to us. And it was the, a fun. time goes by fast, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does. Gosh, we
2: got like another hour oh, I, or two I got, worth of stuff. I mean, here. I got I I had a Jimmy V reference oh, I didn't get my to. Oh gosh. Well, we need to have you back then yeah. just
1: for just just for that. So thank you all for listening to our show. You can catch us anywhere, anytime on our website at greatpeopleshow.com. Download all the episodes. We're so thankful for letting you, letting us be a part of your journey. See you next week, folks.
0: Thanks for joining us. Tune in to the Great People Show again next week, Thursdays, nine a.m. to ten a.m.